Hello, welcome back to another episode of Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LeBooth, and I've got some scary, scary stuff for you this evening, or today, whenever you're listening to this. But we got some good, grand stories to tell you. So lay back, get your favorite blanket or your favorite little stocking sockies and get ready to be scared. (laughs) Okay. That was intense, man. Well, you're probably wondering, where's little Lex again? She didn't make it. Today, but she promises she is coming back. She ain't leaving or nothing. She will be back for the next episode. And we are going to put our heads together and get together and do uh, a live uh, podcast. I know we keep talking about it, but we are going to do it, ladies and gents. Well, I hope everybody's been doing good, been fine. Hope you haven't been too scared lately. <laughs> well, I guess we should just get down on it. What do you say? Okay, let me wrap my time down. Okay. Well, let's get on with the skilly, skilly stuff for you today, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to go over, everything I'm going to go over today is uh, New York. I'm going to be on New York for about an episode or two. So, with that being said, this is the Dakota Building in New, the, uh, the Dakota Building Apartments in New York City. The Dakota Apartments is one of the uh, significant buildings in New York, New York. <laughs> it was a building in the 18 it was built in 1884 the building has had its share of disturbing events people making people making a movie here after the film after they filmed and all that and went home some got sick and some died that's creepy they got through filming the movie there and everybody started getting sick and some of them did die. That's crazy. The... Oh. Okay, here we go. John Lennon was shot here in front of the building and uh, they say he's been known to kind of haunt the place too. I think they sit on the lower floor sometimes. Because I think he got shot right outside, right before he went into the, like, yard of the place. I think. I should have done more research on it, but there's more stories. Anyways, John Lennon was shot in front of the building. Some say his spirit still kind of roams the place. Then, Judy Garland, she died after living there. And she died, was a, her death was an overdose on pills. The first death happened in 1883. Oh, yeah, in 1883 before the apartments were complete. Many say 
Well, I guess uh, too. I was reading back then. I know it was built in '84, and that's when it was open. I guess some of the floors they uh, opened and started, uh, and buildings started letting some of the tenants move in and live. And that's what this one guy did, and they, he died there, um, just of old age. But uh, yeah, that was the first death. So that's why I said that. So you'd be going, but wait a minute, Stephen. You said it was built in 1884. So how in the hell did he die there and live there? And <clears throat> that's why I told you this story. Many say his ghost haunts the halls. And Judy uh, Holland died from be from breast cancer in the building. Many ghost stuff has happened, but nothing uh, real major. There hasn't been like anybody attacked or, or nothing thrown or anything like that. It's uh, majority just uh, seeing apparitions, hearing voices, footsteps, doors opening, opening, doors opening and uh, closing, and uh, you know the typical ghost stuff. You know, yeah. So if you're ever in New York and you're looking for an apartment to uh, rent or something, go check out the Dakota building. It might be a good place to check out. And if you do and you have any reports, tell me about it. I'll talk about them. Okay. Now we're going to go over. Sorry. I was writing the time down. Now we're going to go over the. I'm probably going to butcher this name, and I'm very sorry, so, sorry. The Kreischer's Mansion in New York. The mansion was built in 1899. It has a basement and three bedroom or three bathrooms and seven bedrooms. That's pretty big. That's damn big. Could you imagine... Three bathrooms. I mean, yeah, three bathrooms and seven bedrooms. The uh, first house, the uh, first house was Charles Chrysinger's. The other one was owned by the brother Edward. Charles, Charles' home burnt down, and the house was. And the uh, house was complete in 1885. There are many ghostly reports of things happening. You know, your typical great stuff like uh, objects moving, uh, apparitions. Um, you know, all your just great fun stuff. I don't know what I'd do if I bought a place and it was haunted. I guess you could always turn it into a... <laughs> a ghost place for uh, people to come uh, investigate them ghost. I still want to do a. I still would like to do a podcast, a live uh, slash podcast investigation with somebody one time. I think that would be pretty dang cool, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like I said, I get scared easy though. Oh, and we're still on the. Uh, Christ, the Kreischer, Kreischer, never mind, that mansion, we're still talking about that mansion, 
And two, a woman's voice can be heard, and it's said to be the wife of Edward, who put a bullet in the head in her head after an argument with his brother. Oh, so apparently they had a little argument. Well, she got pissed and killed herself. I don't understand that why people do that, but that's why we have tragic ghosts and spirits sometimes. Another story is that the mafia paid the caretaker to put, I mean, to uh, put, to uh, kill someone, but he didn't and burnt, he did it and he burnt the body in the basement. So basically, another story is the mafia paid the caretaker to uh, kill the person or to kill him and then uh, burn the body in the basement. Isn't that lovely? Yes, yes. That's crazy. All right. Everything's back on the track now. Sorry, I thought something froze up, but it didn't. Okay. Well, that's about it. that on there. Oh, here's another thing. Sorry about that. After the mafia thing, there are many ghost stories and strange voices and shadows. Well, you got to thank all the stuff that happened there. You know, that woman killing herself and then the fire. So, there ain't no telling, man. And, too, with the being in New York City, you never know. I might have had a mom connection or something. You never know, man. But it's pretty spooky to see that stuff. <laughs> all right. Now we're going to go Sorry if this is a short episode guys But I got about 8 stories I'm trying to milk it And not bore you between it with me Talking about chatter You know <laughs> Okay Now this is a weird name for a place But I'm not lying This is called One If By Land Two if by sea. It's a it's a restaurant in uh, New York. Okay, it was built in 1767. Aaron Burr lived there with his daughter after his wife died. Okay, so the guy moved in with his daughter after his wife died. Aaron Brewer started a feud with Alexander Hamilton, which led to a gunfight in which Hamilton uh, died from the gunfight. Back then, they had gunfights, but not like you think, like in the cowboy days, where they're like, just like, going to meet you on Main Street at sunup or sundown, you know, whichever. It ain't that. Back then, they are, uh, they're, uh, duels they had what you'd call it they'd stand back to back i think and they'd count to they'd both take 10 steps you know one two three four five six seven eight nine ten and back then the uh, musket pistols only had one slug in them at a time so when they said 10 you could turn around and bam but after that of course hamilton died and which okay after that um burrow he uh, aaron burrow lost his uh property and it became an engine an engine house 
which means that's where they stuck some of the uh, uh, extra equipment for the uh, firehouse, like the extra water pumps and stuff they used to pump the water to put the fires out, all that kind of stuff. And this was a saloon and a movie house at one time. Then in 1973, it became the uh, restaurant that it is today. One if by land, two if by sea. And they got the name from a a poet or something, I think, when I was reading. Can't remember. I guess I should have dug into that a little deeper, too. Next time, I will take note of that. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Staff has reported lights flickering, people being shoved. A woman sits at the bar, too, in the same spot. And uh, ev- uh, not every day, but every time they see her, she's in that spot. I mean, it's not like every day, but it's it's a good once a week thing. I mean, she's, she visits the bar still like when she was alive. Uh, Aaron's daughter is known to uh, haunt the place, too. Aaron uh, is haunting the place, too, with his daughter. And a woman in black haunts the uh, staircase. And nobody really knows what the woman in black is about, you know. All they know is it's a girl and a, a girl and a black... And a black... <clears throat> And like a black mist, they are seen, uh, she is seen up the stairs. Oh, it's a dancer girl. Oh, sorry. Need to read my own handwriting better. Yeah, some kind of dancing girl. Well, because it was a saloon at one time, so she was one of them dancing girls. She's the, she's the one who thinks that is haunts the staircase. Okay. We're moving along, I guess. Yeah, some of these are short. Some of these are long. So, bear with me, everybody. Okay. Write this down. Okay. We're going to go over the wood the Woodlawn <clears throat> Cemetery in, in, the Bronx, in Bronx, New York. It sits on 184 acres. It was created and uh, charted in 1858. And when I talk about these cemeteries, if you've heard me talk about them before, I've said they were chartered. That means when they were established. And I guess you got to get some kind of charter and all this to bury bodies, which, I mean, nowadays, yeah, they want to make sure. But even back then, so I don't see why you're just putting someone to rest. It shouldn't be that much paperwork. <laughs> There are family pl- family plots there, mausoleums, and statues all around. There are many famous people here. People here from the past. Th- from the past, and there are many ghosts, and some spirits are seen here. They uh, here. There's not like one particular ghost or one tragic story of this cemetery. It just became a cemetery and. Unfortunately, cemeteries are haunted because people are buried there. So, yeah, they uh, get spooky stuff like that. It's pretty cool if you look it up. It's a creepy old place. Like I said, it's got the mausoleums in it, the statues. It's It'd be a nice setting for something creepy. Very, very creepy. 
ready for my next story, kiddos. I hope I'm not scaring you too bad. It is getting good weather to tell big to be telling good stories around the campfire, guys. So wherever you're at, be a good time to tell some uh, stories and scare your friends around the old campfire. Okay, let's go with Edgar Allan Poe. He was an American writer, poet, editor, and uh, critic. He wrote many of his books in this house. Oh, this is the Edgar Allan Poe Museum. Okay. He wrote many of his books in this house. And three spirits haunt the house. And if you hear anything in the background, that's my kids. I told them it's recording day. I'm going to be recording this. And they're still just, yeah, woo, Tangeray Porter. Uh, yes. Okay, like I said, there's three spirits in the house. Two children with uh, blonde hair. They uh, believe they are the uh, Edge family. Yeah, the egg. Oh, the Edgar family. They lived there before. I mean, the uh, Edge. The Edge family. They lived there before the before the Edgar family. They. Uh, they. Uh, the ghost of these people will uh, show up in the uh, pictures and stuff that people take. You know, while they're taking a tour of the place. <coughs> And there is also a black shadow that haunts the halls and shows up in pics too. So, but nobody really knows the origin of, like they said, the kids. They think they're from the first family that lived there, because Edgar, Edgar didn't have any uh, kids, so they're not for sure. And then the uh, black figure, they're not for sure about that. But who knows? They could be Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe. He spent a lot of time there writing some of his. Uh, Good books, some creepy books. Okay, now this one's a pretty good one. I'll be talking about this one for a while. For a while. Okay. We are going to go over the so the Soho Shop House. It's a, a clothing store in New York. The clothing store, you need to look this place up because it's pretty cool that they did this. They didn't have to, but they did. It's a, a clothing store, but in the corner of the clothing store, you will see an 18th century well there. And you might wonder, what the hell is a well doing in the middle, in the corner of the store? I mean, why? And, um,. You're asking yourself, you know, why is this a well in the corner? Well, it was the uh, scene of a crime of a murder that never got solved. Never. Never, ever, ever. Well, this is weird. Anyways, I hope I'm still recording this. If you're still listening to this, I was telling some scary ghost. And it got me. Oh, no. Okay. Anyways, it's a clothing store with an 18th century well in the corner that was the scene of a murder a long time ago, That and the murder was never solved. So, the well is a part of the biggest mystery 
murder in the in New York's history. The story goes a young woman named Jamela or Gam, yeah Jamela Jamela Elmore Sands left her home in Greenwich on Greenwich Greenwich Street boarding uh boarding home on the evening of December 22nd 1799 That was a good year good year for wine Okay she said she went to go visit uh, a friend they were uh, a friend, but they were really lovers that were planning to elope. And uh, you know what that means. Get the heck out of Dodge and start a family. That was their plan anyway that night. Well, but two weeks later, her body was found within the uh, found with suffocation marks. And, it, and her body was found in the well. Nobody was ever convicted or charged for her murder. And in our time, no one really knew about the uh, well or the murder until 1980 when the, they found the well while remodeling the place. The, uh, they have sands that have, they say sands, that's the woman who died in the well. They said every, <coughs> every since she... Um, Ever since she they found the well and all that and uncovered it, she's been kind of haunting the place here and there. But I believe it's nothing major there. I think she's a nice ghost. She's pretty nice little lady, they say. That is cool, though. But yeah, it's a real expensive clothing store. It's called the So uh, Soho. What did I say? Yeah, Soho. The Soho sh clothing shop or something like that in New York. But it's modern day clothing and it's just, well, it just sticks out, you know, because it goes all the way to the um, basement. And they just kind of left it, which is pretty cool. So that's right, guys. Don't go destroying history. Never know. Looks like I got two more stories. Heck to the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm trying not to rush through this, but I'm trying not to gabble, gabble too much either. Because I don't want to lose me funds. Okay, now we're going to go over Washington Square Park in New York City. The park is by a Native American settlement known as I'm going to butcher this, and I'm very sorry. Spokawakan, the Sopapokawakan, or tobacco field in the 17th, 17th century. Settlers were starting to move in, so there was a buffer zone between themselves. Then, after that, it became a park. People report. And uh, people report code spots at night and see random figures show up and then go away. So if you're ever in New York and you want to take a stroll in a park late at night, hey, go to Washington Square Park, baby. Sounds like a winner to me. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Well, fellas, hope you've enjoyed me so far, but this is my last story. 
Just want to say thank you to our fans and the people that keep listening. We do this because we love it. And it's fun, you know. So, thank you guys. Thank you for hanging in. Lexi will be back. But let's get on with the last story, excuse me, of the night. And write down my time. And we will get on it. Cool to the beans. Okay, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the uh, Merchant House Museum. It was built in 1839 by Joseph Brewster, a famous hat maker who had two successful shops on Broadway. And if you're not familiar with America, sorry if I'm breathing heavy. My sinuses. I'm trying not to sound like a freaking stalker on the phone all <sighs> What are you wearing? Okay. That's a finished scary movie. I'm sorry if I sound like that. I'm really not trying to. Um, <laughs> if you don't know uh, anything about America, New York's like the... I mean, it's like the the biggest city in America. I mean, it's it's got everything. And... Uh, Broadway's like the main strip, and that's where everything is. So if you got two successful hat shops on Broadway, you're doing good no matter what time frame it is. Well, especially then because people wore hats a lot, and there was a lot of hat makers. Okay. It has four floors with a wooden staircase now the reason why there are four floors not because its man was just loaded i mean he was loaded and could afford it but go look at this place it's the merchant house museum the houses are so small there's no side yards or nothing there's really no front yard it's just four floors and it's real narrow so you got like i guess you'd have like the living the um living room kitchen whatever and then uh bedrooms i guess and then your bathrooms or whatever but that's how you'd have to do it so yeah that would be uh i mean it was a nice beautiful home i'm sure and that's what they say because the man didn't go at any expense because he had money money he went with marble fireplaces massive beds the finest sofas, the finest of everything went into the went into this house, and the house had servants full time in their own quarters there. The family had eight kids treadwell treadwell became fam- he's got his fame in uh, eighteen thirty five oh anyways not fame anyways. The Treadwell eight, the family had eight kids. The Treadwell family, and in 1835, the property sold to the Treadwells' father, who was a successful successful hardware store owner from Long Island. Gertrude is the main street main spirit. She is the daughter of Treadwell. Gertrude, the names they had back then are crazy. Gertrude, why would you name your kid that? But hey, back then, names like that were okay. 
I mean, they're okay now, but it's just, ugh. Anyways, she fell in love, but her father would not allow to be with the man that she fell in love with. So, uh, but she never married or nothing and died a lonely old woman because her dad wouldn't let her. Anytime she'd get close to somebody, he's like, no, I forbid you to see him. He's not good enough for you. So she died in 1993, a lonely rich woman in the house. In the And get this, she died in the same room the same room, same bed that she was born in is the same room and bed that she died in. Ain't that some creepy shit? That's weird. That is really creepy. <laughs> then her spirit still spirit still haunts the place. And in uh May seventh of nineteen thirty six is uh when it opened. Sorry if I backtracked there, but I guess I missed that on the first one. Oh, it was built in, but it was opened. Yeah. Well, to the well, well, well. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that. Um, sorry uh, about Lexi not being here, but she will be back. I do apologize. She's just got a lot on her plate right now, but she's going to continue to do this because she likes it. Like I do. But you guys go check us out on Spotify. Check out our YouTube channel. I need to catch it up. And I will. Uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart, iTunes, Amazon. We're on all, on all of that, guys. But you guys uh, keep it real. We love you. And if you have been listening to this, you have been listening to Cool Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LeBooth. And I hope you're not too scared. Now remember, kitties, don't forget to turn the lights out before you go to bed and watch out for the scary, scary boogies, man. But we guys, we uh, we see y'all later. Have fun. Be safe out there. And uh, go scare somebody. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>